This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. Achieving your dream retirement is a lot like making the big leagues. To achieve your dreams, you need great coaches. Each week, Greg and Danny share insights to help you reach your financial goals and achieve your retirement dreams. Now, the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. And uh, thank you again for being here with us. This is the Ice Blue Money Podcast with Greg Carter and Danny Bullock. I'm Bill Seller. I'm, I'm just here for the ride. Uh, mm. if, if We were just mentioning if we could uh, keep in the show some of the stuff we say before it gets started. <laughs> we either have a great following or... Uh, not even be here. We haven't seen a lot of trouble, yet, so. probably. Yeah. Probably later <laughs> right. too. So, just right. You guys doing well? <laughs> oh yeah, the best day of my life. Yeah, it, it's oh, a beautiful man. day. I think uh, somebody turned the heat up in Rhode Island. We're actually in not in the nineties this week, uh, so we didn't hit nineties at all for a whole month. And this week, for whatever reason, feels like uh, Satan's back porch. I, I don't know what it is outside, man. It's hot. <laughs> Welcome to our world. Now you're one of us, Danny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Listen, before we get rolling into this thing, let me remind you again to go ahead and uh, hit the like, subscribe, follow button, whichever one you have on your podcast player. We would appreciate it. And it will let you know when a new episode comes out. So that's a good thing. Wanted to get started today with these two crazy guys talking about the Loch Ness Monster. We were just chatting about this a little bit off the air. I said, well, hang on. Let's, let's talk about this. And apparently, the largest Loch Ness monster hunt in decades just took place in Loch Ness, Scotland. It was a, what was essentially basically Loch Ness Palooza, I guess is, is one way you could put it. Hundreds of hunters came armed with the latest in high-tech help, including things like sonars. They had thermal imaging drones, hydrophones to My hear God. any monster sounds from all the depths of the sea. And a lot of other folks, I mean, like hundreds of other people were able to live stream it all. And it's estimated that the legend of the Loch Ness Monster brings in about $52 million to Scotland's economy every year. Yeah. You guys believers? Do you think there's one out there? <laughs> yeah. We may find out, uh, Bill. We've got a golf trip to Scotland next uh, next year. So we may oh. go and, and, and try to find him. <laughs> we should actually try to look into that next year where we go to see if we can actually... Maybe they have a tour or something. I, I am convinced that there is a community for just about anything nowadays. If you told me there was a uh, community for Loch Ness Monster Hunters, I, I would have said, look, um, fake news, cross that out. But bringing in $52 million a year, man, that's, that's great marketing. How do you get people to believe to change yeah. something that you've never seen? Uh, uh, that's Well, Exactly. I think there have been like 1,400, quote unquote, official sightings of this thing, right? But however, once again, this year's big hunt, nobody saw it. No proof that he or she exists. You know what, Greg? This sounds like our golf trip. The guys just wanted <laughs> to get a weekend away. Wanted, I, I, that's what this, they're, they're not fooling me. They're, they're not fooling me, man. They wanted to get away and they had to come up with an excuse. So they said, honey, look, we get the pictures. We get marketing rights and all that sort of stuff. And so they went on over to Scotland. There is no way in the world I, I could believe in something so much and spend so much money. Yeah. Pro- yeah, promise absolutely. you one thing, guys. If you invite me, you will be in the lake a lot looking for my balls. So uh, plenty of chances to spot the Loch Ness. Golf balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, golf balls. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> Moving right along. Moving right along. 
One of the things that we wanted to talk about today, besides the Loch Ness Monster and things that aren't real, is the reality of getting into retirement. That's what Greg and Danny do. They help you uh, get to retirement. They help you get through retirement. And you guys have brought up a, uh, a pretty interesting topic today, Danny. What are we talking about? Talking about things that you try to get your head around. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to talk about today was unleashing your money mindset and trying to get people in the frame of mind to help them master their finances and truly achieve, you know, financial freedom. And so we have, you know, five things that we've noticed uh, as we've worked with our clients over the year, things that they have been able to master that's helped them to get into this actual money mindset and achieve, you know, the financial freedom, the lifestyle that they always want to live. It is, it is a mindset. I think people wake up every day and they either worry about their financial situation or they go out excited and motivated to change it or improve it. And, and I think the difference in those two mindsets could equal success or stagnation or even failure. And it also, you know, helps with, you know, overcoming some of those financial challenges you have, you know, certain mindsets, you know, um, either aid or, well, they aid either way, positively or negatively, depending on what your outlook is. So with all of that in mind, then you guys put together a great list here. It's the five things to think about when unleashing your money mindset, right? We've got to kind of change the way we all think, right? And that's essentially where it all starts. You know, if you can change your thinking, you can literally change your life. There's so many coaches out there nowadays and a lot of the advice that they give and they start with always starts with changing your mindset. And so first one, you know, is really understanding the money mindset. And that's what does that essentially mean and how does it work in shaping your financial behaviors and your outcome? And essentially, money mindset is understanding your relationship with money. And a lot of us never get to that point in our lives because uh, we never really face um, some of the difficulties we have when it comes to money. And I always tell my clients, you know, we can't fix what you're not willing to face. And whether that's, you know, some of your spending habits, maybe uh, you don't believe you can save enough for retirement or even put enough money away for retirement. And usually, you know, with that, we like to discuss the scarcity in the abundance mindset and simply put scarcity always lack. You know, why do you have a mindset where you feel like you never have enough, where there's never going to be enough at the end of the month to make ends meet? And how to get to the abundance mindset and not just, you know, saying these things, but really training your mind to see uh, the positive in all situations, whether they're negative or positive and how that can help the outcomes of some of your financial decisions. Yeah. And I I think what we're what we're really talking about is creating your own outcomes or creating Mm. your own future. And a lot of times people get stuck where they are, whether it's a job, whether it's. I, I can't save at the end of the month. There's nothing left. And it really takes some changing yourself. It, it takes you looking in the mirror and saying, hey, I want to do something different and seeking help, which is where we come in to actually say, all right, what are your goals? Where are you now? What is the difference between your goals and where you are now? How do you get there? Helping develop a plan. And the uh, looking at their attitudes towards money, too. That, that's one of the big ones. Um No, you guys are going to find this hard to believe because you can't really see me, but sometimes I stress eat, you know, and I I discovered, told you guys, I know you you wouldn't get that just by listening (laughs) to my voice. I don't have a heavy voice, right? But 
you know, some people stress shop, call it retail therapy and things of yeah. that nature. And so we look at their um, the impacts of their beliefs and their thoughts and their attitudes towards money as well and how that could be negatively impacting their financial bottom line. So the first one really is, you know, understanding the money mindset and how that uh, help shapes your financial well-being. So because I have five Amazon deliveries coming tomorrow, ah. did I did I stress shop <laughs> for golf stuff and Raiders paraphernalia? Now, one of the things you guys mentioned a second ago was uh, overcoming limiting beliefs. I know that a lot of people kind of have that that attitude, right? Of the, I can't get it done. I'm not sure how to get it done. There's no way to get it done. What, I know that's the next thing on your list. What do you do to help folks get by that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, um, and you know, maybe it's an overused slogan I use, but it's the, the future depends on what you do today. So mm. often we look backwards and we beat ourselves. We're our, our own worst critics. We beat ourselves to death around what we didn't do, shoulda, woulda, coulda. And so what we try to tell people is it, it doesn't matter. Let's again, look at where do you want to be? Where are you now? And what's the delta between those two? And usually with a plan, with best practices, with ideas, it's right there in front of them. But if you limit yourself and say, I can't drive the car I want, I can't have investments, I can't have investment properties, or I won't get promoted at work, therefore I can't take my family on a vacation I want to, then you're limiting yourself before you even try. And so as Danny and I talk about, we're not just financial advisors, but we're sometimes life coaches. Yeah. Right. Helping people get under the hood of of their of their own mindsets and changing them. You know, and one thing I like to do with people I work with, helping them take that word can't out of their vocabulary. You know, when people start saying they can't do something, you've already set your mind to find ways why you're not going to be successful at something. And I, I really get them to take a look at that. Like, did you hear what you just said? You just said, I can't save any more money or you mm-hmm. know, I don't have anything at the end of the month to put away. And I get them to start to look at, you know, you already have a negative outlook on these two aspects that you already have programmed yourself that you're not going to be able to do. So until you change your mindset, we're not going to be able to accomplish anything, no matter how well of a plan we put together for you. If you don't believe that you can accomplish this, it's never going to happen. So one of the strategies I like to do is help them work that word can't out of their vocabulary and just, you know, find new ways to formulate a plan to kind of accomplish what they want to do. That's pretty much the philosophy for anything in life, right? I mean, you're not going to lose weight until you want (laughs) to. You know, when people get really sick, a lot of them don't get better because they're not mentally willing to just fight back. So, I mean, you've got to have the right mindset to get anything accomplished, and that includes getting ready for retirement. Absolutely. And goes into the next point about just really cultivating an abundance mindset. And a lot of times, this word abundance has been, you know, utilized maybe in the last 10 years more than has ever been used in the existence of life. But it's not just about saying cute mantras and things of that nature, but it's really training your mind to see the best in in everything. And that's not saying that if it's raining outside that you're not going to acknowledge that it's raining outside. You know, maybe the rain outside, you raining outside, you acknowledge that the rain goes into the ground and out of the ground, you know, produces beautiful flowers, you know, but really changing, you know, some of those negative things into a positive and visualizing positive outcomes. One of the things I say to myself every morning and, you know, I sit, you know, on the side of the bed and I I literally say out loud and, you know, before it used to scare my wife and she thought I was crazy, but I, I say, you know, I feel amazing. I feel amazing. 
you know, and I say it until I actually start to feel it. And I do, you know, and that was one of the ways that I, you know, combat, you know, negative mindset first thing in the morning. I don't want to, you know, get up first thing in the morning and just start thinking about all the things that I have to do with the day. I want to program myself so I have the best chance of positive outcomes no matter what the situation is. And it's not always as easy as, you know, just saying certain things, but a positive mindset will help you accomplish things. A negative mindset never will. And so that's one of the things that, you know, we look at, you know, when working with some of our clients, they have actually worked at cultivating, you know, a positive mindset and that's reading books. What are you reading? What are you listening to? Yo, I was going to ask, what, what are some of the things that you do to help people understand how to get there to that positive mindset? Because again, I know, like you mentioned a minute ago, you're not just financial guys. Sometimes you're therapists, right? And right. you've got to help these folks. So what, what are the kinds of things that you suggest to help people turn that around from a, I can't do it to a, today's going to be the day? Study people who have. You know, that's one of the bigger things. We have so many success stories. You can look at, you know, whether on TV, internet, but there are some positive people right in our neighborhood. So many of our clients I I know who um, have worked their way up, you know, to be successful. I have a lot of first time millionaires as clients. You know, these are individuals who, you know, when you look at them, they may not look as if uh, they are the definition of a millionaire. But when we put everything together, they start to realize like accidentally somewhere along the lines, I've become a millionaire. And we work with a lot of those individuals and we share their stories. We talk about, you know, just how they have been able to accomplish the things that they've been able to accomplish. And we use that as fuel when talking to some people with trying to get them to have that abundant mindset. And I actually pair clients together at times. I'll, of course, ask permission, uh, say, hey, Bob, do you mind talking to Sandra? She's going through something you've, you've recently gone through uh, in the same industry or same kind of decision. And if they both agree, I connect them. Obviously not sharing their detailed information, but them sharing together. And a lot of times, to Danny's point, that helps people get over the hump. If they know someone else has been through what they are going through and came out and and came out on the other side smelling like roses. It's funny because once you get that mindset going, then a lot of times the question is, what am I going to do to get the money that's going to help me to get that going now that I'm in the right frame of mind, right? I mean, but somebody told me once years ago that, you got to start somewhere and you can't just keep saying, I don't have enough. I can't do it. You got to figure it out. Right. And, and I know that once you get that ball rolling and like you said, Danny, maybe you wake up one day and go, well, damn, I'm a millionaire, mm. you know, but you yeah. got to start somewhere. And I think part of that plan also is just being grateful, having a gratitude journal. And I, I don't care how you keep it, but just being knowledgeable about all the things we have to be grateful for. You know, one of the statistics that really shocks me is they say 92 percent of the people in the world don't own a car. Sometimes we like to boil life down to just what's going on in America. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, 92 percent of people in the world don't own an automobile. And that, that that's crazy. Wow. You know, think about how grateful you are if you have a car. You yeah. know, you have so many things to be grateful for and use that to be your stepping stone into creating, you know, a positive mindset. And that just rolls into, you know, making great financial decisions when it comes to your personal finances. Yeah. And, and that's really something you hit on, Danny. 
looking at those that have less than you, looking at people who lack, because so often we look at people who we believe have more than us. Mm. And that can be fool's gold, too, because all the <laughs> glitters ain't gold, right? Ain't gold. <laughs> but when you think about the fact that 92% of people don't even have a car, mm. um, or maybe you've got a nice place to live, but you want a better one with a pool. Well, how many people don't even have a home that yeah. they can call their own? So I think that is another mindset tactic or trick that, that we can uh, help our clients employ when well, they get I th- that I think defeatist that, attitude. Yeah, and that part of that, too, is unfortunately where we've gone, and I don't want to go down this road, but as a society, <laughs> right? The yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses oh. and all the all the glitz and glamour that you see on the social media. Listen to me. I saw you on the social media. Yeah, on the <laughs> social media. Get the off social of my yard. Trey, he just ate himself. <laughs> That you can you can see that stuff on the interweb, um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, my point is that, that we've gotten to a point where everything, like you just said, Greg, it looks like glittery gold on social media, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. living oh, a life, yeah. but we've talked about that before. How you can't trust any of that, and everybody's got a scheme and a plan for you to make a million bucks, mm-hmm. you know. And what they're doing is making a million bucks by selling you a scheme that doesn't work, <laughs> right? <Yep. laughs> Overnight, right? Just so crazy. I think part of that is is just a societal thing with us as well and yeah, if you ever so want a reason to really be um upbeat about your life go volunteer and this is something mm-hmm. i if you uh look me up you look at my website and things of that nature you'll see a great part of who we are is giving back to our community and volunteering and part of that is also to keep us balanced you know it's yeah. not always as bad as we think it is it could always be worse and so we love to volunteer. We, you know, sponsor several inner city schools, um, Thanksgiving turkey drives and all this sort of stuff. But us being allowed to do that allows me to see the bigger picture. And that's mm-hmm. we have so much to be grateful for. Absolutely. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I remember years ago, my daughter took a, uh, a Spanish club trip to Mexico. But they didn't go to the big cities or the resorts, right? They were in like the mountains of Mexico, went through the villages and saw the way folks were living. And, and you know, eighth grade girl in America, she was, you know, we're not Probably rich, but she was, she was living well. And she came home and just was just very appreciative now of what she had yeah. compared to what she saw that was out there. And, and I think you're absolutely right. You have to experience that sometimes to realize how well we really do have it. Absolutely. You know, another point that we always, we've seen with our clients is, you know, their willingness to understand the importance of getting, you know, financial education, kind of continue to cultivate that healthy money mindset. And this is one thing that me and Greg, you know, also love to do. We love to educate not only our clients, but our community about, you know, just several financial topics, whether it's taxes and retirement, estate planning, you know, whatever. We love to educate. And if you have a love for getting better in anything, you know, learning to educate, yourself on anything. Nobody can stop you from growing. Only only you can, you know, limit yourself from growing when it comes to, you know, educating yourself. And that even goes with your own personal finances. So let me ask you this. Uh, let's say that I, I've been with you guys and I did some things and I thought I was doing well. And then bam, here comes 2021. Mm. Here comes inflation. Here comes financial setbacks. Uh, wow. I mean, a lot of us are having to deal with that right now and still trying to dig yeah. out a little bit. How, how do you help people do that? Yeah. So again, it, it, and you throw the pandemic in there too, right? So uh, it was a change. Try not to say the P word, right? But okay. <laughs> it, it was a, it was a weird time. Uh, I think some things we're go- we're facing now and, and we will face next year um, in, in the United States will be scary. And I think it's just reinstilling confidence in people that they've got a team 
And that's what we, we do. We bring in not just us, but other experts to help in all areas with people to say, all right, let's just get things in focus. As Danny said, things are never as bad as they seem. They're never as good as they seem, but they're never as bad as they, they seem. And let's put together a plan, really focused on what's important now, what's important in the future. How can we help? We even help people with career coaching at times yeah. and networking to help them get to a better situation in terms of uh, income they earn or just job satisfaction. So it just depends on the individual. But the first thing we do, Bill, is let them know that we're here for them. We're not here just to make a buck off of them. We're really here to partner with them to realize their dreams. And something else that we do, too, and I think we you know, try to do this fairly well is we look at what could be some of the possible, you know, setbacks, some of the possible pitfalls and problems that they could face. And now nobody can predict a pandemic, but we do look at, you know, um, different strategies around different issues. And when Mm -hmm. we lay out our financial plan, you know, we have six categories that we try to look at to make sure, you know, that our clients will be taken care of all set. You know, if it's a longevity risk, if it's a long-term care risk, you know, what happens if they need access to uh, liquidity, you know, loss of life. Like we look at all of these factors and we build plans around them. And so having a sound financial plan kind of going into something usually helps with setbacks because life happens. And we try to build our plans around it, uh, around certain situations that we know everybody is going to have to deal with one way or another. And then we, we go from there. And so, you know, having a good plan, you know, helps with the setbacks, but just being resilient, just being tough. Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, understanding that, you know, it didn't, it took you 20 years to get in the situation. It's going to take you more than 20 minutes to get out of it. And so having that mindset, you know, works well going forward. You know, when you're working with somebody, getting them to understand that concept as well. It's going to take a little bit of time to get out of what took you 20 years to get into. Yeah. And you're so right about those plans. I mean, I I sat with a couple of last month who were longtime clients of mine and they had a medical crisis with cancer that popped up. And they said, hey, I remember you had us put this in place. Mm. And so now we need to go get we need to access funds and what you set up for us because we've got this qualifying event now and we're going to convert our life insurance to actually uh, get money to pay for you know treatment, uh, incremental medical bills over and above uh, what their employer provided plans would cover. And so they trusted me enough to tell me what was going on personally, medically in the household and uh, remembering the plan we put in place in case something like that happens. So again, having a partner, a financial planner who cares about you and uh, who has the tools to help you when life happens because life is not scripted. Yeah. It's funny. Every time you say life happens, I, I think of the <laughs> other bumper sticker that's made a lot of money. <laughs> right. Didn't say life, but no, it happens. No, uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It does. Yeah, but it does. Well, this, this is all gold guys. I mean, this is all stuff that we all need to keep in mind, especially for, I think for folks that are really starting to plan for retirement, right. And, and folks that are maybe a little bit younger that are listening to us and trying to go, Oh man, I, I might want to get on doing some of that stuff. I think these are all really good points and things to keep in mind. And it's funny because you mentioned how life is not as good or as bad as it seems at the moment. I saw a clip of Tom Hanks that stuck with me. It's about a year old now. And he said, if I could go back and tell my 20-year-old self anything, it is that this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Right? When Absolutely. when nobody knows your name and nobody wants to hire you for a movie, this too shall pass. When you're the A-list celebrity and everybody wants you, <laughs> this too shall pass. Yeah. <laughs> right? right? Just That's know right. that time is on your side. And you've, like, like you said, man, it's not going to take 20 minutes to fix stuff that took 20 years to build. 
Yeah. And we just hope, you know, if you're listening to this, it helps you to reflect on your own money, you know, mindset and think about taking some actionable steps, you know, to transform your beliefs and your behaviors. And if you guys need any help, Bill's going to tee up exactly how uh, you can get in contact with us. And we'd love to talk to you about it. Yep. You can uh, you can get in touch with Greg and or Danny through icebluemoney.com. See what we kind of did there? We had a website <laughs> named after the show. It was a brainstorming, baby. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> Marketing geniuses. Icebluemoney.com. That's how you can get in touch with these guys and uh, find out more about what it is that they can help you with as you get closer to retirement. Always a pleasure when we get together, gentlemen. And um, once again, please, Remember, hit your like button, follow, subscribe, whatever it is that you happen to have so you don't miss an episode. And remember, the future depends on what you do today. Keep believing in what you're building, guys. You'll get there. You've been listening to Greg Carter and Danny Bullock and the Ice Blue Money Podcast, helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any comments regarding safety and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advice products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. No legal advice options or recommendations are being made in respect to this proposal. You should consult your tax professional or attorney concerning such advice and opinions.